There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Episode 49, Bringing Your A-Game with Lisa Holden, contributor writer for Pop Sugar. You're listening to The Race for the Ring, a podcast about dating in the digital decade. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm a PR queen, a published inspirational author, motivational speaker, mom, and dating diva. Each week, I'll have a special guest dish dating dilemmas and delights with me, and together we'll maneuver how to play the game, not get played, and claim the most prized possession, self-love. Ready, set, go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Race for the Ring. Today, I have an amazing guest, Lisa Holden. Um, She is a 30-something single quarantining uh, dating diva who's based in San Diego. And I have to say, I'm pretty jealous of that fact. Um, You may know Lisa from her trending articles on Pop Sugar. She writes all about her dating adventures and offers really good insight and advice um, to all of, you know, her readers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, she's very open to trying new tactics in dating and expanding her dating realm in general, including going on 30 dates in 30 days. So we talk a little bit about that and what that looked like. And today, Lisa and I not only dive into that adventure, but we talk about spicing up your dating life, doing a double header um, so that you get more bang for your buck, so to speak. And also, you know, what to do if you're in a sticky situation on a first date and you want to get out. She's got a really good ex- really cool exit strategy that um, I think I'm going to start putting into my repertoire too. And in addition, we talk a little bit about Tinder Passport and talk about some of her favorite dating apps. Um, and some of them might surprise you. So I'm really excited to bring on Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled. Oh, good. You got up extra early for me, too, out on the West Coast. I appreciate it. Well, I can't complain. I'm <laughs> by the beach, so. <laughs> Rub it in. We were just chatting <laughs> off air about how cold it is on the East Coast today, and, and lovely Lisa's in San Diego by the beach with our heater on. I'm like, shut your heater off. What is that, the AC? He's like, no, it's the heater. And <laughs> Listen, you have to treat yourself the way you want to be treated. So I know. I love I love San Diego. I've been out there a couple times for work. It's beautiful. So you're quite lucky. 
All right, so no. let's talk a little bit about Pop Sugar and all your exciting well, dating adventures. Tell me a little bit about what, um, I guess, propelled you into the dating arena and to write about it um, and explore it as a journalist as opposed to just like an adventurer like the rest of us. Um, and then... <laughs> And, um, and then we'll dive into some of your more exciting, in my opinion, adventures that you've had. All right. Well, uh, like you, I have a background in PR and communications. Oh. So I've, I've always been a writer as part of my job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was in a pretty not great relationship in my late 20s. And it really brought me down. It brought me to a place where I was a small version of myself. I wasn't happy. I didn't feel fulfilled. And I turned 30 and got out of that relationship. And when I did, my whole world opened up. I was suddenly going on dates and feeling really beautiful and enjoying all of this attention I was getting, quite frankly. That's cool. And yeah. Is it just, I, I didn't just, hear what you said. Is it because your attitude changed? Because you kind of like, re, like looked at the dating situation more with, I guess, like an open heart, open mind, kind of like just go with the flow? Yeah, it's a good question. I broke up with the guy because I read that book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, which, yes, is about cleaning. Uh But it it sent me so many messages about taking out the trash on what's not working in your life. And the thing that wasn't working for me was this nasty relationship. Yeah. So I got rid of that. And when I did, sort of the path was cleared. I, I could see more clearly. And when I started looking at the dating apps and things like that. This was back in 2016. Yeah. So they were newer and there was so much attention. There was so much activity and I felt appreciated. I felt oh, desired. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's overwhelming a little bit though. Don't you find totally. that? With the dating definitely... apps? Because they are so, it's like, uh <laughs> Here's what I'll say. <laughs> if the dating apps are intimidating and if dating feels hard, you're taking it too seriously. It's supposed to be this place that's fun and you should feel adored. And if you don't feel adored, take a break or take it less seriously. Find ways to look at yourself as the most exciting, illuminating person on this app. And anyone who matches with you is lucky to have done so. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I definitely feel like that, truthfully, not to be cocky, but yeah, that's sort of like the way I go about it too. Because it, I know it's I bring to a lot to the table personally with my energy and my attitude and my drive and my, exactly. my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. And that's what a good partner wants. Right. I um, I read this book by Benjamin Daly called, um, oh gosh, I can't blank on Benjamin's book's name. It's okay. It's, um, it'll come to me. It'll come to me, then you'll go back to it. It's fine. No biggie. He (laughs) says that one of the most important things you can do to kind Mm -hmm. of reset your dating um, juju is to write a list of all the things you want in an ideal partner. That's pretty common. But Uh the more important part of that is to write a list of all the things that make you an amazing partner. Yeah. And you should get that list to 50. And the reason for that is really important because it's not that easy to come up with 50 things that are great about you just off the top of your head. But the action of doing that reminds you how amazing you are. And when you pull those things out, you're like, oh, yeah, I am a really creative cook or like I am good with kids or whatever. You know, when those things come to you, they reset your mindset that you're like, oh, 
I'm incredible. Like, you're welcome. That's a really good advice with the affirmations for yourself because I think a lot of us have those lists for what we want in a partner as well as deal breakers that, you know, we look out for for those, quote, red flags. But I think if we remind ourselves on a regular basis how great we are and how much we, you know, contribute to a relationship, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, we'll probably be more open to, to, to looking for those opportunities um, and obviously closing the deal, so to speak, or shutting the door, I guess is a better way to put it, when um, when the person isn't right. So it brings me to some of your advice. Yes. <laughs> I love your articles. They're so good. Okay, so you. um, you're welcome. Um, so one of the things I found interesting was the $10 bill. Yes. Yeah, so I, I think that's amazing because <laughs> I find myself like, first of all, when you go on a new date with somebody that you've just chatted with online or maybe you did the phone call with them and you've seen their pictures or it's a setup or whatever, 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 you don't know if you're going to like have a nice time. So I always feel quite a bit of anxiety <laughs> before that, that initial first date, even like third and fourth because it's still a new thing. Um, yeah. but like, we'll just stick with the first ones. I think it's like a date five, you like whip out the $10 bill and like, I'm, I'm not sure if like a fight It's going to be like, the guy's going to be like, what? You know? Um, but I think that's a really good, like, if, I, I think I'm going to implement that immediately because I think that would make me feel a lot less like anxious about the date. Cause I know I have like an exit strategy for myself. So why don't you share a little bit about that philosophy and, um, and then I'll just chime in with my life. <laughs> You got it. Sense of questions. All right, go ahead. Well, the ten dollar bill is this. It, it can be a teddy bear, or it can be an exit strategy. I think of it as like a, a good luck charm. Yeah. But the reason that you put a ten dollar bill in your pocket or your purse before you leave for a first date is so that if something's going terribly, and for some reason this guy isn't going to pay the bill or he's convincing you to have another drink, you just slap down that $10, which will probably pay for your drink. Maybe in Manhattan it won't, but close Maybe enough. not in New York. At there. least not the yeah. drinks I take. But exactly. <laughs> but it's fine. It'll it'll cover the majority of it. He'll get the Give me some credit, Mindy. This was written a couple of years ago in San Francisco, but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's this idea that you are setting yourself up to take care of yourself in this way. You don't need this guy. You don't need to flag down the waiter and be like, hey, um, can I actually just pay for this and get out the door? It is a smooth exit strategy. And it is part of an overall exit strategy that you should think through before you go on a first date so that you can exit gracefully after an hour. And by the way, that's regardless of whether or not it's going well. I think every first date should last no longer than one hour. I agree with that. I call them meet and greets because I think mm -hmm. like, even if you are enjoying your time with the person, like it leaves it lingering for like more, right? And then you give time to like walk away and let it marinate. At least this is how I, my, I work, you know? And like, maybe I really like them in that moment, but then like, I don't know, a few hours later, I'm like, oh, I'm not sure. You know, like, or yep. maybe you didn't, you weren't sure of it. And then you're thinking about kind of like you're replaying like the evening in your mind. And you're like, you know what? He isn't that, he's pretty cool. I like the guy, right? Right. And it's all a transaction, whether he's paying for the drinks or, you know, you're getting ready and putting on your $100 outfit or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's all an exchange of time and energy and in some cases money. And so you want to walk away from that experience only spending enough to have gotten to know each other a bit. And then you go and think about how it actually was instead of calculating like, oh, you paid for three martinis or whatever. Right, um, right, right. The other thing I'll say about the $10 bill before we get past this one is that I never use it. It is the same $10 bill. I put it in my pocket before every date. Inevitably, the date ends with like a, well, this was great. The guy gets the bill and you're out of there pretty normally. But it's just that insurance. No, I think it's good. I, I definitely do. Have you ever implemented the strategy of going to the restroom and then not go, sitting back down? I love that idea. Can you share that? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So the way to think about exiting a first date grace, gracefully is setting yourself up for success. So you put that $10 in your pocket. When you arrive on the date, whether that's a drink or something else, you're already planning that you're only going to have one. And so when the drink comes, let's use that example, you drink your drink at the same pace that he's drinking his. Because you don't want to get into the situation where one of you is ordering a second or something like that. Right. So let him take the lead on how fast this drink is going to go down. (laughs) And then when you get to one or two sips left in the glass, that's when you excuse yourself to the bathroom and you're with a stranger. So it's perfectly reasonable to bring your purse, bring your coat, everything you need. Bring everything, right? Like you're not yep. coming back. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, not like I mean, you back. are coming back, not like but like they sneak don't have to. Right. Okay. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> yeah. take your items with you. You're an independent person. You're not trusting this person to watch your stuff. You know, that's, that's pretty normal. This person's a stranger. So take your stuff with you, go to the bathroom, reset yourself in the mirror, you know, take a deep breath if you have to, let your know, let yourself know you can do this. And you come back to the table with your stuff and you say, well, this was really great. I should probably head out. And inevitably they're like, oh, I got these. And they kind of wave at the drinks and then you're like, thank you so much. Nice to meet you. Hug or handshake or whatever. What do you do? And then you're gone. What do you do if they say, oh, wait, I'll, I'll get it. We'll walk out together. Because that, well, that would totally happen to me. How do you get out of that? Um, I might say it, it depends on how great it's going. Like if I if I'll take the walk home and I kind of want you to kiss me at my door, fine. Yeah. Um, but if not, I'll be like, oh, I think my car's already here. It's fine. It's fine. Thank you so much. Oh, that's good. Yeah, the Uber came. Yeah, even if you didn't have mm-hmm. one. Here's okay. like here's that. what I'll say about a car. Like either my cars are my car's already here, and then you go around the corner so he can't see you waiting. Yeah, for your scoot car out. Yeah, called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scoot out. The other thing, in um, when I was dating in San Francisco, this was huge. We would find ourselves outside both calling cars, and that was a really awkward time if we're if you're both calling cars and waiting together. And so oh, I would awful. often pull this. That's happened to me before, and I'm like, oh my god. Ugh. Or they, Um, one time, like I had my car and, um, I mean, I called it from the table and he drove, so he had his own car. So he was like waiting with me for my car. I was like, you don't have to wait. I will say this, that the mask is like a saving grace with a kiss because you can just whip your mask on. It gets right out of that. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah. It's awful. So here, here are my two moves for that. So. On the San Francisco one, when you're both waiting for the cars, I would often, I got this from an old roommate. Yeah. I would be like, well, I'm a bus girl, so I'm going to hit the bus. See ya. Oh, good for and then you. And around the corner, gone. Yeah. And then you call your car. Like, I hitchhike, um, but 
Just kidding. <laughs> I, I actually, I'm in. Anything I'm a marathon but waiting walker, for my Uber so. with you. No. I'm only kidding. No. But honestly, you know what? I will do as much as possible. I will ensure that we'll get to this, but I do a lot of dating double headers. And I will ensure that the first one takes place right by my office. And the second one takes place so close to my home I can walk. Because then you're, you're the most mobile. But I don't want to forget what you said about a mask and a kiss. Because I have a surefire way to get out of that too. When the guy leans in for the kiss and you're not expecting it and you don't want it. Instead of pulling back in this yeah, really turn awkward, your face, like, oh, right? no thank you. Yeah, you actually pull in closer, like into the nook of his shoulder, and it turns into a hug. It's oh, very counterintuitive. That's a good strategy, Lisa. Thank you so I much. like that. You. you should be in karate <laughs> or something. I, <laughs> I'm going to implement it, that immediately. That's good. <laughs> Try it so out. So you go Try in closer, out. and then they have to put their face in your shoulder, and they don't have mm-hmm. to touch you. You have to get it on your cheek. Oh, yeah. And a guy doesn't want to make the wrong move. I know. We're so mean, right? But it is what it is. I mean, like, I don't know. But you have to go. My mom, well, not my mom. My friends say you have to go through a lot of frogs to get the prince. So. But that's the fun part. That can be the fun part. That's when you try out new shoes. I know. Look at it like more of a game and sort of just getting it. You know, I was reading your article about how, you know, you you know right away that you don't like the person or it's not a click. Like it's not that the person is a bad person. It's just not for you, right? Right. Um, Just to look at it like you're getting to know a a, a human being. And then immediately for me, I'm always like, oh, research for the podcast. I'll just look at it and research for the podcast. In fact, there's one guy that this is totally off topic but just really quickly it's um he, he i i met him on an app and he was really cute like my age doctor like had kids <laughs> like divorce well i thought he was divorced i have a tendency not to totally read their bios fully because <laughs> it's a bunch of bs i think for the most part i feel like you get to know them yeah. a little better you know when you start like talking right so i he asked me out. Yeah, actually, he gave me his cell phone. He's like, "Let's talk off the app because I'm like getting my app is whatever." He he paid for it. I had it. He's like, "My subscription's up." Blah blah blah. So he gives me oh, his. God. So he gives you me his cell. Me. And and I was like, "Okay, no problem." And um and then I guess I was like, "Oh, I better read about him." <laughs> Because sometimes what happens is I ask them questions that are in their bio, and they're like, "Did you not read my bio?" I'm like, "Oh, uh, yeah, sorry, caught." Oh, so, right. But in his bio, it said he was happily married to his best friend, and this was like, and he's doing some like, not he's like implementing like non-monogamy into the relationship. So I was like, <sighs> "What?" So, <laughs> and this is the second time this has happened to me. Like I, right. Are you so, so I was not what I'm looking for at all. But to the, each their own. This that's just not for me. So I, um, I asked him. I said, um, I just read your bio again. I'm like, are you are you actually? He didn't write married. He just said something. I forget how he worded it, but it wasn't like he was married. So I was like. Maybe I'm misreading this. Ethically, <laughs> so I said, you, I'm like, are you are you married? I'm like, I just kind of noticed that. <laughs> and yeah. then he's like, yeah. And then he went on and on and on. And then I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking for a relationship. But then I said, 
actually, I'd be interested. I'm not going to meet him, but I wanted to call mm. him because I wanted to pick his brain about what this arrangement is because I think it's a really good topic for the podcast for another show for another day. Yeah, right? Totally. Like, I won't tell him because I'm not going to use his information. I just want to, like, find out because there's a couple a couple people I've come across. Like, I've not – I've noticed it because I think they – put the wife or whatever in the picture with them. Mm -hmm. But I was like, why are people doing that? Like, if you want to have another partner, just get divorced. Like, that's just my thought, though. But Totally. I mean, listen, different strokes for different folks. It's not what I'm looking for either. I've come across it a few times here and there. Have you? And there's actually... Oh, yeah. I mean... Yeah. You date for a couple years on the apps. You go on, what, a thousand dates? It's bound to... Yeah. 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 But one thing that I came across that I was like... Oh, I could actually get into this. Was someone told me about this concept of a hot wife? Have you heard of this? No. Okay. It falls in the realm of ethically non-monogamous. But here's how it goes. So the guy cannot cheat, is a one-woman man. He's married or his girlfriend is his only partner. Okay. But she can go out and do whatever she wants. And he, like, loves that. He loves that she's so hot. She can go get any yeah, guy had, she wants. I had a guy that whenever. Like, guys like me a lot. Like other guys. Like they would get like turned on by the fact that guys are flirt. I'm like, why does that make you happy? Like a few totally. guys have had that. Like I've, I found that. I'm like, I would be jealous. Like, <laughs> go ahead. I'm listening. Oh, I would be a crazy person. That is a horrible idea yeah. in reverse. I'm not yeah. interested in that. Yeah. But if someone wanted to let me keep dating and go and do my thing and, and also like cook me dinner, I'm listening. That's all I'll say. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I play. I play it like I don't care. But in my mind, I'm like, you're just trying to make me jealous. Like, it's, I think it's cheesy. Okay, Lisa, let's talk about your 30 dates and 30 days. How did that work? That was fun. So I, I was dating a ton in San Francisco. I was doing a ton of dating double headers, and um, I kind of had it going that I was probably going to move to New York. Uh-huh. And when I did it, when I made the move, uh, I had interviewed. Raina Greenberg and Ashley Hesseltine uh, for their podcast, Girls Gotta Eat. And they had given me this idea of 30 dates in 30 days. And I'd kicked it to my editor and it had kind of gone to the bottom of the pile. And when I was moving, my editor was like, let's do it. I like You're it. I know. I'm like, in a new city. So it sounds like that movie, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, sort of. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> or that wedding. That, there's been a bunch of movies about 27. I don't know. Whatever. Go ahead. Go ahead. And then, me and then remind me, we days. have to go back to the double header because I want to hear about that too. All right. Go ahead. Oh, totally. So, you know, the challenge was go on 30 dates in 30 days. Mm-hmm. And I can double them up as much as I want to and whatever. Just like meet 30 eligible men who I'm at least somewhat interested in, you know, at first swipe and write about it, get it done. The first 30 days I'm in New York and I did it. Did you engage with them before you met them, Lisa? Like, were you like talking with them on the online or were you just like, let's just meet? Well, I, I did a couple different things. First of all, I don't like to say yes to a same day date. So oh someone God, asked me no, now, no, no. I didn't mean not. that. I meant, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's called Um So I used a couple different things. One was Tinder Passport. Mm-hmm. So I set my location to New York before I was in New York so I could swipe in that's advance good. and start yeah. setting things up. And we'll talk about that too. I'm curious about yep. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that gave me like a two-week lead time on swiping and arranging dates. Okay. Uh, the other thing I did was, of course, speed dating was very helpful to me here. Okay. And I don't mean speed dating like 
ring a bell, switch suite seats, very like 90s rom-com. <clears throat> there's this new, there's this company called City Swoon. And the way that they arrange quote unquote speed dating is very discreet. So you sign up for this thing and they have your name and your photo and you show up to the bar they send Select. you to. Yeah. Uh-huh. And at that bar are other people who are on this app and they've arranged to do this thing. But there's also other people who are just at the bar. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to tell who's who. Mm-hmm. So basically how it works is you log in when you get there and you say, Lisa's mm-hmm. here. And then they say, great, Lisa, go meet Steve. And they give me his name and his photo. And then I got to look around the bar and find oh my Steve. God, that's Steve's a lot of pressure. For me. <laughs> well, you know, you're at a bar. You're trying to meet people anyway. You know, it's like. I've gone up to people. I'm like, are you Jeff? Are you? And I'm like, no, but I can be. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I had the worst version of that happen. We'll get to it. <laughs> um, but that was really fun because then you and Steve talk for five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is. And then both of your phones buzz at the same time. And it's like, okay, go find Paul. And then Steve's off to find Trish or whatever. And you're going around the bar, like meeting all these people. And it's just like facilitated mingling. That's cool. That's yeah, actually pretty so I cool. Would... And then you don't feel pressure if you don't click, like you can move on. And if you do, you just, what do you just exchange numbers or something like that? So you do it in the on. app or you exchange numbers. Yeah. yeah. They make yeah. it pretty, pretty easy. Um, and the best part is no one else at the bar really knows that that's happening. So you don't feel like you're like, hi, at least I'm here for the speed dating. Yeah. 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 That's cool. It's more discreet. It's fun. That it's sounds fun. Super cool. It's... What was the name of that company? City Swoon. Okay. I'm wondering, yeah. it's probably not popular right now because of COVID, but maybe after. So they've moved to Zoom. Oh, oh So they are doing better. video speed yeah. dates. Yeah, and I think video speed dates is a really good way to go right now, especially, like, City Swoon is great. There's also The League Live. That's a really good way to do a bunch of speed dates. I have dating. to, like, include that in the show notes for people. That's cool. All right. Yeah, I... So I is that part of your 30 dates in 30 days? That that. So, yes. Okay. I would get maybe six or seven dates in a night doing that. I did it twice during this time. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I did was dating double headers, which are my favorite. Let's talk about that. So the way a dating I double like header works. I actually did this a couple times, but go ahead. I, you sh- It's my favorite tip to give people, especially when you're like dating you're dressed hard. dressed already. This is a lot. And like whatever. You're dressed already. Yeah. You're in the mindset. Yeah. <clears throat> you're ready to go. Excuse me. It's okay. Do you do it in the same location, though, or do you go to a different place? I, I, go to I went to place. two different places, but not far from one another. But I just told the first exactly. date that I, had it, I was meeting up with a, a girlfriend for a drink, and it was just another date. I don't give them that much information. <laughs> Here's how I do it. Okay. Every first date I set is for 7 o'clock. Okay. And the reason for that is if that's the only date you have that night, that's the perfect time for a date. Now, if you get another date, you can easily bump seven to six if the place that you've chosen to go is close to your office, or you can bump your seven to eight if the place you chose is closer to your home. Mm. So then you put the other date for the other time, Mm -hmm. and then you, you know, leave your office for happy hour, Mm -hmm. do your first date. It lasts one hour. Mm -hmm. You have that hour buffer to get to the next date. You're there by eight. It lasts one hour. And you're done. If you had a big lunch and you drank enough water, you're in bed by 11 and you're not hung over the next day. That's great. Can you not do the five, can you not do like a five o'clock date? 
Oh, sure. I mean, I that's that just before. usually when my day yeah. wraps up. That just, but you, you know, I find seven, to... So you have the flexibility to move that person one forward or backward, depending. And what do you tell them? Why do you say you have to move it? I don't like to give them more information than I absolutely have to. I like your I, philosophy. I like you a lot. Go on. I'm an <laughs> oversharer. Go on. <laughs> I got some advice from Maria. Uh, God, how do you pronounce her last name? Adjavitis. She runs Agape Match in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And she told me, don't give them any information. Say you got to go because you got to go and let them think you're freaking Cinderella. Yeah, exactly. They don't need to know. So, uh, yeah. And so when I'm planning a date... I let the guy take the lead and he should ask what neighborhood's good for you, what time's good for you. And that's how I slot in those details. I don't plan the date myself. I don't like to do that. It sets the wrong message. Yeah. But when in the conversation of what's good for you, I'll say seven. Mm -hmm. And then when I bump it, I say something like, hey, I'm so sorry. Any chance you could move to eight? And they say, sure, no problem. I've been in very few situations where someone has really pushed me to answer the question of why well how about if they and can't move it then oh then you ask for earlier if they can't move it i'll, I'll make something where i'll do my earlier date at five instead of six right right, right, right. okay gotcha um but if someone's crazy inquisitive about you before they've even met you yeah like, it's weird what do you have another date like yeah, Ooh, I'm sensing some insecurity. Yeah, exactly. I think it's weird. And who cares? You're allowed to date. It's like you can have 10 dates if you choose. Like you're not married yeah. to the person. You don't even know them. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. busy. I got a job. I got, you know, plants to water. Let me love, actually Steve. good. And then you can kind of like, I feel like for me, when um, we're not in COVID, <laughs> I think I'm going to like try my best once I'm done writing my second book and I have like a little bit of more time to myself. Um, I am going to try to carve out like one day a week to date because I don't have any time right now to do it at all, really. And I'm not me. I mean, I'm talking to people and I I go on random dates, but like, it's not, I don't think I'm like diligent about it enough and I'm not, it's not a priority for me right now, but I want it to be because I do want a relationship. You know, I want to be, I want a boyfriend. Everyone's like, what are you looking for? I'm like, well, I'm not looking to get, I mean, I do eventually want to get married, but right now I just would be happy to have a companion, like someone to hang out with, watch movies with, go out with, travel, like talk to, you know, like whatever. Yeah. Especially during quarantine when you. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. In your 30 days, did you meet anybody that clicked? So out of the 30 people, there were two second dates. Oh, okay, that's uh, good. Yeah, one, let's see, one of them was with someone who was great in the speed dating environment. Yeah. He was actually, I think he was He was what? drunk, actually. Oh, okay. At the speed dating, like, he just, he had had, he was drinking Long Island iced teas, which, like, okay, man. And, <laughs> like, he was, like, really fun and funny and, like, goofy. Needs, and then we he met. Needs some vodka in his system, I guess, to have uh-huh. fun. Yeah. Exactly. And then, yeah, we met for lunch the next time. And he was just like, oh, um. Boring. Well, so what'd you do today? I bought shoes. And I was like, oh, boy. Oh, God. Just no energy. Um, and then the second first date. I mean, the second. The, the other one that was the second yeah, date. Yeah, the second date of the. Yeah. The second. He's second really date. great. Yeah, he was really great. I think it could have worked out, but um, didn't text me. Oh. What are you going to do? So he didn't kiss you, and then he just, did you never talk to him again? 
didn't text me. Oh, oh, they said kiss. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, whatever. His loss. So let's talk about Tinder. (laughs) It's always his loss when they don't text you. That's exactly um, right. Because I know how great I am. You know how great exactly. you are. They don't get to good. know you. It's not meant to be. It's not a big deal. Bad taste. I know. I don't. I don't get upset anymore. Like this guy. I don't even know what we're talking about right now. But like he, um, I didn't like him at all. Like we went on a couple dates, and I knew I was like, it's. I'm not. I'm not into him any like at all. Like I just don't like him. He's not for me. Like he's we're just so different, and I. I didn't feel like I owed him a breakup. Like, I just wasn't going to ghost him because I think it's really immature. But I felt like it would just fizzle out over time. He didn't even have this heavy conversation about why it wasn't a fit. So he was, like, became more aggressive calling and texting and da-da-da-da because I guess he kind of felt my pulling away. And and then he called me and he's like, can we talk about us? I was like, oh, God. (laughs) I started laughing. I was like, sure. And then he was like, basically broke up with me, and I was like, I was, I mean, I was like, it's, it's fine. He's like, you're not upset. I'm like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, even worst? if I did like him, it's three dates. Like, I don't know. I guess because I was married and whatever. I don't, I don't look at it like whatever. I don't know. How you can't get attached to somebody. These jabronis. This guy wants to take your time to break up with you after three dates. He's like thrilled that you guys went out. He's not in a good place for a relationship and he like gets to break up with the hot girl. Like that's what he got. <laughs> My off friends on. were like he was probably waiting for you to be like, "No." And then he was right. hoping that you were going to be like cuz you were like kind of aloof. I'm like, "Oh, surprise, surprise." Cuz he was like silent when I was just sort of like, "Okay." <laughs> Oh, my God. I think this guy take me on a walk once. I know. He was a weirdo. Anyway. All right. So let's talk about Tinder Passport. I want to hear all about that. So Tinder Passport is a great little feature where you can put yourself in another location and swipe accordingly. Do you like Tinder, Lisa, out of curiosity before we get into the passport element? Like, do you? I am not. That is like the one. Well, there's many apps I haven't been on, but that's one of the apps that I've sort of like didn't want to go near because it has that stigma of being like the hookup app and stuff but oh sure I don't know listen at the end of the day I worked in tech PR for 10 years and what I'll say is that technology is there to solve a problem dating apps are all there to solve a problem so sure tinder may have a reputation for being the hookup app you know bumble had the reputation of sort of being the women empowerment app yeah Hinge is designed to be deleted. This is all branding. This is all marketing. Yeah, yeah, true. These apps connect singles. That's all they do. So it's your job uh, to brand yourself accordingly on these okay. apps. So, you know, I talk to a lot of girlfriends who have said like, oh my gosh, I'm so sick of getting dick pics on all these apps. And I'm like, I've never been sent a dick pic. What are you putting out I have. there? They're awful. Not, Disgusted. You know, not with, from Tinder. I've never been on Tinder, but like, yeah, I have. On like, not on any app, but just once I've given them my phone number. Exactly. Yeah. I've de- I've definitely. To be fair, I've gotten those two once you give a phone number. Yeah. But I think that what's important to remember is that these apps have branded themselves in these ways, and that's fine. But they are holding all the singles. So put your personal brand. I mean, you're you're a comms professional. You get yeah. to do this. Yeah. Put your personal brand everywhere that singles can see it and you accept the what you want um, accept. inquiries you're interested in that's really good advice that's good advice okay 
So do you uh, have I, a favorite of all the apps? Like, do you have one that you like more than others? Well, I wrote an article a couple of years ago about how Bumble was my favorite app. And it was because I did like the quality of men that were on there mm-hmm. and how quickly I could swipe through people. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I'll say about Bumble is that I do not like being in the driver's seat. I like letting guys come to me. I hate writing and to so, them first, too. I was like, hi, yes. nice to meet you. Hi, nice Here's to meet you. Here's my hack. <laughs> I, know, I don't want to say anything. I just like I'm just exactly. like I'm like opening the the door so you can talk to me and they're like nice to meet you too. I'm like all right, we're done. <laughs> exactly, Mindy, you're doing the exact same thing I'm doing, and it is very effective because I do the same. I send a waving girl emoji. That's my like opener on. Bumble. Wait, what do you do? You and send a what emoji? A happy? Just one emoji. The girl who's waving. Oh, I love that. That's gonna be my new mm-hmm. one. Okay, I'm stealing. Yes, you care? It. It's I'm taking so those. easy. Not at all. Please. <laughs> It's yours. <laughs> it's even better you send than the like, waving girl. How energy. nice to meet you. Well, I don't really have to type oh, anything. All right, you don't have great. time to type all, all right. that. Forget it. All right. Send emoji. the waving girl emoji. And then if they pick up the ball and they're like, oh, she's really cute. She seems smart. Blah, right. Blah, blah. Then and they say something And if not, then you move on. Back. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I had one guy who responded to that with like, wow, you're 30 and the best you could come up with is one emoji. Ew. And I was like, Wow. And I just ignored it. But then a couple days later, my friend Kate, who, by the way, looks just like me. We both have blonde hair, like cute faces, short. So he has a type. He matched with her as well. She used my move. He sent the exact same thing to her. Ew. And then we both responded at the same time to him. That's great. We go, you know what's great about this emoji, Steve? It waves hello and goodbye. And we unmatched. He sounds like a big troll. Ew. Yeah, what a baby. Anyway, uh, so I did love Bumble for that reason. I will say that I think Hinge has done so much from a technological perspective. I mean, some of their matching algorithms are really impressive. I like Hinge, um, too. I, I do. I, that's my favorite one, I think. I think the yeah, guys have better quality, too. And then they can write to you. You can't swipe, though. They, so you have to X them. You can't swipe. You gotta like. And, I and I go back and forth on whether or not I like that. I also think, you know... It depends what you're looking for, right? Like, OkCupid has so much data, and the things they do with that are really interesting. So, like, if you have a real hard dating deal breaker, OkCupid's awesome for that. Like, you can say something in your questionnaire, like, I only want to match with people who are interested in getting the vaccine. Like, I want to I want to oh, filter out good. anti-vaxxers. Yeah. So you can answer the question about whether or not you want to get vaccinated, and then you can say whether or not their response is a deal huh. breaker for you. Like, So you, I've never done OkCupid. Do you like that one, I guess? Oh, you should totally do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's great. Um, it depends on how you navigate all of these apps, how much they can suck you in. Like you could go down a road with OkCupid of answering too many questions and getting overwhelmed and being like, you know what, this app isn't for me. But it's all in how much you're willing to share about yourself and how much you're willing to engage. And you set those boundaries for yourself. And I would recommend being on all the apps that are out there. Yeah. Because that's where all the people are. Mm, That's good. That's good advice. So I'll introduce you to my guy. With the Tinder passport, when you, you used it when you were, planning to travel somewhere did you ever use it just because you wanted to meet people from other cities or was it because you were planning to go to those cities at some point in the near future and you wanted to have dates lined up i've only used it that way so i did that in london new york and san francisco 
I would set up dates in advance, which was really fun. Because you were I traveling, like traveling to those cities? Yeah. Is that right? Okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay. I like that traveling by myself. I like going to dinner. You know, right. And this you wouldn't a nice use way it like because you were like sick of the, the guys in your town. You wanted to like, maybe look at guys in like LA or something like that. Because I was going to say. You know, it's like, not a bad move. No, but here's the thing. So I was married for a very short period of time dating someone from Chicago. And in theory, it sounded awesome because I have a fun city to go visit. And he came visit me. He came to visit me in New York and like all of that. But what I found was the first time he came, he stayed in a hotel because I didn't really know him that well. Um, yeah. I knew him before we we didn't meet on an app. I met him somewhere. So like I met him, mm-hmm. met him organically. Um, yeah. And then the second time, it was like he was. Assuming he was staying with me. <laughs> so he did. Um, but it, it wasn't like one night. It was like a long weekend. And I'm like, oh, God, this is like the date that never ends. And this is like technically no, like, no, no. I mean, it was it's like a second date. I knew him before, like a couple months before we actually started to date. So it wasn't like I didn't know him and it was a second date. But it was still a second date. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, oh, yeah, what? I know. I, and I didn't like it for other reasons, so I ended that one quickly. But I, but then I was like, I don't think I want a long distance relationship because, like, I don't think I would like to have to have the sleepover right that quickly. <laughs> I wouldn't either, and I just wouldn't stand for that. I mean, it's, listen, it's we issue. all get ourselves in situations. It I'm is. sure it you sounds good never put yourself on there paper, again. but once, yeah, when you put the pedal to the metal, it's not. Absolutely <laughs> not, and I think that. It, I read this in that book, The Rules. You remember that book? Which is I? Which the rules? The book, The Rules. I I know of it. I've not read it. Yeah. It's you should give it a read. It's it's a really great perspective on dating because it reminds women that you don't have to put up with nonsense from men. No, that's the that's the essence I mean, of the I book. Didn't. You don't he, have to put. He couldn't. Yeah, but like it's a, it just puts yourself in an awkward situation. I totally. Think. And their rule on this is anytime if I can. So it's extra stress. It's yeah, it's extra stress. You don't need it and you don't deserve it. You're already putting yourself together to go on a great date. You're already like the pleasure of your company is so enjoyable. How dare he take advantage of that and sleep over at your house? Absolutely not. So their rule in the book is if a guy is long distance. Yeah. The traveling should be on him. He yeah. should come to you and yeah. he should get himself a hotel. And that's, that's what just... I think too. That other guy, mm-hmm. the one that I like, went on three dates and he broke up with me. He was from, um, <laughs> he was from the Philly area. Cause I also have like a presence in like the Philadelphia area too. So I mm-hmm. sort of tend to date. I try to date more in New York cause that's where I spend most of my free time. But anyway, long story short, he wanted to come to Phil, or he wanted to come to New York because he used to live in New York um, before he moved to Philly. And I was like, okay. I'm like, well, are you going to come for the day? Okay. <laughs> and he's like, no, I got to dinner. Da, 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 da. He like made, had all these uh, grand plans for us to like have this really fun night out. And then I was like, where are you staying? Like, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> staying with me. That's the question. And he was like, well, That's I don't want to impose. Can I stay on your couch? I was like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Mad dog. I, I can't. I was like, I came up with an excuse and we wound up going out like in Philly because I was like, I'm like, you're not staying in my apartment. I don't even know you. No, absolutely not. I would say something like, 
That sounds Not to fun, but COVID. But like, aside from that, like, even if it wasn't, I wouldn't have done that. I was like, right. you can stay in a hotel, dude. Like, you can yeah. fuck up the cash. Like, get yourself. You got room. you got money. What what would you do if you didn't know me? If you didn't know me and you were coming to New York, what would you have done? It's ridiculous. You know? I can't. Take I would it. say something like, eh, I don't know. Let's be adults. Let's make sure we have our own space. I know. All right. So tell us all where we can like, find on. you, um, Lisa, and um, all and like all the good stuff our viewers yeah our, so our you viewers, can our listeners <laughs> you can follow me on instagram it's lisa a holden uh you can also check out my work on pop sugar um just search lisa holden on pop sugar and my dating writing will come right up and you can also check out my website which is lisa a holden.com you're so fun um you as we so wrap fun. up do you have any quick tips of advice for our our race for the ringers out there as they're racing for their their identity and their their self-love and all that good stuff and we're approaching valentine's day we are approaching valentine's day i think what i said at the top of the hour if dating feels hard you might be taking it too seriously so think about ways that you can harness what's in your control and what isn't in your control, hand it over to the universe to surprise and delight you. And, you know, setting that intention for what you can do and going after your goals is just as important as letting go of the things you can't control. Awesome. Awesome advice. It's good for business too and life, I think, in general. That's great. All right. Well, this was super fun. Thank you so much. Enjoy San Diego. I'll enjoy Frigid, New Jersey. <laughs> Thank you so What's much. The temperature there pleasure. today. Let make me jealous. Uh, What's the high? Eighty. Uh, the high's like sixty-five. It's not. Crazy. Oh, my heart's bleeding for you, poor Lisa. <laughs> well, come visit me. We'll I know. I love it there. I want to. I, I was. It's so funny. As I was walking into my office today, I'm like, I am over it. I want to go somewhere warm <laughs> so bad. I have to come see suck us. it up and get on a plane. I'm scared, but I'll be brave. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Have a good day. And I will talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Race for the Ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.